Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, JP Plant on the controls. Time to talk a little high school hoops, as we like to do here on this show quite often, almost every day. So seems to be the time of year to do it. it if if you're not going to do it now, when when, when else if would not you, now when if yeah. not now when exactly? So to do that, we'll bring in, I guess. On top of being the Wilson Post sports editor and also TSWA Hall of Famer, he's the voice of the Blue Devils, Tommy Bryan, out in Lebanon today. Tommy, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Just uh, clearing out the phone between uh, coaches and sports information directors and graphic designers, uh, carving out a little piece of time for you two guys. Man, we sure do appreciate you doing so. Um, the Blue Devils coming off of that Region 5-4A championship win over previously unbeaten Beach on Thursday night continued their role in Monday sectional with a um, 65-57 win over visiting Independence, ending the Eagles season and propelling themselves into a state quarterfinal matchup with Clarksville. Next Wednesday, it'll be the late game over at MTSU on Wednesday. Tip-off is at 545. And, um, Tommy, what are your thoughts about the Blue Devils' prospects as they get to the final eight? They're playing well, Mo. And as you well know, I'd rather be hot than be good. Uh, They're a mixture of both. They've won five in a row to this point. The last game they lost was at Oakland in the uh, regular season finale they've uh, they've been battle tested they've had a couple of uh, overtime victories over just a a tough as nails green hill basketball team the win over beach they were down seven with four minutes to go and came roaring back to win that one uh, uh independence they got down early uh, Lebanon likes to play a little one-two-two big man zone. They, they put uh, Jared Hall and uh, Yarn Alexander out at the point of that uh, defense and <laughs> use that wingspan. And they've got Jalen Abston, uh, quarterback extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he's the power forward in that lineup, and he kind of anchors the bottom. And uh, they did that against Independence and Jet Montgomery. And the Reese kid almost shot him out of the gym. Uh, Jet Montgomery, they say he's five eleven, he's five eight, but he has no, he has no. He's got what's the best way to put this? He will shoot it anywhere, anytime. He, there are no restraints on that kid, and he hit a couple that should have been worth four points. Well, Lebanon at the tail end of the first quarter. Uh, switches to man and with that wingspan and length that they have and the athleticism they they pretty much control the rest of the basketball game against a really good uh independence team and and i think that's the way they're going to probably have to play against clarksville they'll have a mix of zone and man they they like to start out in the zone uh that that gives them a, a pretty good advantage rebounding uh 
But Jared Hall, the six eight junior, who's being looked at by everybody, he's got grades. He can leap. He was a junior high point guard, and then went through an incredible growth spurt. Uh, he's he's kind of the man. He had eighteen rebounds in the game against Beach in the region finals. He had, uh, uh, I want to say, he had uh, sixteen points and eight rebounds against Independence, and he had six dunks in that game. Five finished off uh, the press offense, and one, the ball's just loose down on the floor, and he just picked it up and goes up and two hands the thing right underneath the basket. <laughs> uh, uh, Alexander is a kid who is uh, 6'6". He's a senior, uh, has the ability to shoot the basketball, can handle it. Depending upon the matchup, they'll run him inside. They'll let him stay outside. Um, their their point guard, I think, vastly underrated senior Rolando Dowell uh, can attack the basket, can shoot it, uh, has mastered the shot of the little floater uh, in the paint or attacking from the corner. Uh, he's a distributor. And then kind of the X factor in that lineup is uh, – the off guard, a kid named Wyatt Bowling, left-handed junior, who attacks a basket like crazy, uh, can run, can run the floor, is a is a very good defender. They they their their rotation has pared down, and you know how it is in tournament time. Uh, you'll pare that lineup down. They are playing about seven kids now. They got a kid named Bryce Nizik who comes off the bench as a shooter. And they've got an offensive lineman named Aiden Donald, who's about 6'4", 240, who, who runs well. And every game he seems to do something a little bit more basketball-like <laughs> than you have seen him do before, <laughs> other than just go in there and be Fred Flintstone and knock people all around and that sort of thing. You so uh, I understand mm-hmm. Clarksville is a athletic team not very tall but you know they put five or six guys out there who can all play the game i'm looking forward to a really good basketball game speaking with tommy bryan sports editor of the wilson post here on main street sports today um tommy you mentioned the the 64240 kid coming off the bench rolando rolando dowell he's a football guy as well is he not no, Dowell is not aiden donald is okay donald is the uh is the tackle who comes in and plays, and uh, he his, you know, he's he's a football player. He's got offers right now as a junior from Tennessee Tech and Austin P and uh, TSU and some places like that. And, that seems and, good. And he's a kid who could probably he could probably put about twenty or thirty more pounds on his frame and handle it pretty easily. But out there on the basketball court, the bodies go flying around when he's out there. <laughs> well, we, we like those dual sports guys. So, um, but Tommy, in this day and time around here locally, you don't find a whole lot of height like Alexander and, and Hall. I mean, six, six and six, eight on the same team. I imagine that causes a lot of folks, a lot of problems just because th- there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of height around here traditionally. Well, when teams play man, uh, there are some matchup problems out there. And if, if they have a big who can match up with uh, Jared Hall, Jared has the ability to run out behind the arc to shoot it or to put it on the floor and attack the basket if they clear out. 
Alexander at uh, at six six is uh, again he plays the point on that one two two uh, on that one two two zone defense. Uh, it's tough to go guard to guard passing the basketball against those guys. And then uh, uh, Jalen Abson, uh, the quarterback at Lebanon, who uh, is the power forward. Um, he benefits quite a bit from some of those mismatches. And uh, if you don't have a body to put on him, he'll take that thing in there and score and get rebounds. So they they are not a sit-on-the-post-throw-me-the-ball kind of big-oriented team, but they use their size uh, to hopefully create mismatches in their pick-and-roll game. And it's it has been fun to watch the way Jim McDowell in his 11th year as head coach at Lebanon High has uh, has crafted this bunch. First trip to the state for Lebanon since 2000. They had 3,000 people in the gym Monday night, the first night of spring break, and the band was out of town in San Antonio playing in a festival down there. The, the place was full. All the kids were down there filled up uh, one end of the floor. It was uh, the place only seats twenty four hundred, and they had three thousand in there. If they had a single one. I, I saw some pictures of yeah. it, and man, it was absolutely just jam packed in there. Lebanon set to take on Clarksville at five forty five next Wednesday. Of course, that is at Middle Tennessee State at the Murphy Center, the Glass House, if you will. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, looking at this bracket. Again, Lebanon-Clarksville is the final game of the 4A quarterfinals. Right before that, um, Alabama signee Brandon Miller and Kane Ridge takes on Bearden. In the earlier games on Wednesday, it's Bartlett and Beach. And hearing a lot out of Memphis about Bartlett, um, mm-hmm. there are folks that seem to think they're the favorite. I think around here locally, some folk, unless you're in Lebanon, folks <laughs> seem to think the Kane Ridge may be the favorite. But um, Tommy navigating this bracket – Again, going to be a challenge once you get past Clarksville on Wednesday. Tommy? Well, we lost Tommy. Uh, Tommy? We'll see if I can get him back over the next couple of moments, so stand by, guys. We are scheduled to have Cane Ridge coach Marlon Sims on tomorrow in Coach's Corner. Looking forward to that. But um, the one thing that I wanted to mention, and I'll mention it again tomorrow, again, Brandon Miller, the Alabama signee, leads his Cane Ridge team. But they are more than that. And I'm excited to hear – They got a couple too. uh I'm excited to hear Coach Sims talk about the rest of that Ravens squad heading into next week. Any any luck? Currently – Currently, Beach leading Arlington with 18 to go, 53-50. Yeah, and – A tight one. Not just a tight one, but Beach, this would be a little bit of an upset, I think. Uh, I really feel like this would be a bit of an upset. So, that's interesting. And here's the thing is, you know, Lebanon would meet Cane Ridge in in the semifinals. semifinals. Or or Bearden. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm speaking as if Cane Ridge is the favorite here. Okay. As we – Tend to mm-hmm. probably believe, but yeah. Lebanon would face uh, would if they were to face Cambridge, it would be in the semifinals, and then could potentially see Beach again in the finals, mm. which would be interesting. That would be interesting. So, I'd, I'd really like to see that that Lebanon Cambridge game. Should that come off, so 
you guys. Let's hope it keep, does. You guys need to keep that in mind. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we, have we to. We may have to take the show on the road <laughs> Friday. <laughs> take the show on the road. We've we've done it plenty of times. We have. We yeah. have with 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 varied success. <laughs> <laughs> There's internet there at least. All right, let's. Uh, I hate that we didn't get to uh, to keep Tommy because I wanted to ask him. Have you seen this story from Larry Woody that football maybe in the Nashville Super Speedway? I have seen that Speedway? story from Larry Woody. In fact, we probably need to talk about that off air. Good. Yeah. I'm excited because I thought I, with Tommy's connection to NSS, I thought you know, we'll ask him about it anyway. So anyway. Let's take a break. Speaking of football, we'll talk about some football on the other side. So stick around on Main Street Sports today. 